All right, that is the timer up, and we are good to go. So, uh, welcome to everybody who's here. Um, we are now on episode three of the Temple of Elemental Evil uh, Worlds Without Number game, where I run Martin Solo through this crazy endeavor. Um, so just to do a quick recap. Um, last time, uh, it was pretty combat heavy. Uh, uh, Griff decided to... Uh, <laughs> basically clear out the entire first part of that dungeon, the top floor. Uh, he did it in a very interesting way. I believe I've had my first ever fade to black murder sequence where uh, Martin uh, met with some bandits, uh, talked his way out of it, sort of became chummy chummy with them, and then uh, decided to poison them all and poison himself in the same at the same time to sort of sell the bit. Um, and uh, just left his hirelings to <laughs> slit all their throats and drag their bodies out. Uh, it was a very interesting way to go about it, and I thought it was great. Especially since we started off the session with Marn getting shot in the head and going down, or, or chest, or wherever you got shot. <laughs> um, so it was a good turnaround after that. Um, so, uh, outside of that, yeah, you clear out some areas, found lots of treasure. Um, the big thing, uh, so I am using a experience system that I grabbed off of Reddit for Silver for XP, uh, because I believe there's not really one in the game for that. And Martin, with all the stuff he grabbed in the last session, actually leveled up twice. So he's now level three. Um, that will taper off now because level four is quite a bigger jump. The first two levels aren't that big. But um, right now, uh, Griff is a bit of a beefier uh, character. Um, we did all that calculation off stream. So that's sort of, you know, the, the boring math stuff and all that and all the calculations. Um, but I think, was there anything else I really missed there? I mean... Um, is there anything that you want to add, Martin, that you think, uh, it was important? I think that's all good, really. Um, Griff's got quite a lot of things that he's planning on doing, so a few little kind of loose ends to tidy up, so... Oh, yeah, uh, or he makes a good yeah. point. He wants to know what foci you took. Oh, good question. So, I went for Sniper's Eye. Ooh. Um, Griff is, a uh... Yeah, he likes doing things from a distance if he can, you know using his mouth rather than his fist. Um, so, yeah, sniper's eye. Yeah, so that foci is basically just uh, lets him do execution attacks a little bit better with an extra 3d6 uh, instead of 2. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, and also, you just got a bunch of skill points because you're an expert. You got basically 8 skill points total uh, and put those all into different skills, so you're also quite a bit better. Um, probably the nicest thing is that you now have 11 hit points instead of the 5 you had before. Um, yeah. Had some good rolls there, because <laughs> that was uh, that. I think you got shot once. I think I think it was the one hit on the entire party of the game, and it took you down immediately. And uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's probably the, for the best that you have that. Um, but so now uh, we find ourselves in Hamlet. Um, basically, all that selling, all sort of stuff happened when he got into town the night, like the night of getting back uh, from the moat house. Uh, we are now in the the next morning. Um, a Griff has gone up. You are in the beckoning bench. You grabbed yourself some breakfast. Um, what would you like to do, Griff? So, um, what he's going to have to do is pay his hireling. So, I, I'm I'm keeping some accounting notes here, by the way. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he needs to pay his hirelings for the second day as well. I've just made a note of that. So, um, uh, yes, let, let it not be said that Griff is not a hadn't totally um and don't yeah. forget you only need to pay four days of adventuring um 
So yeah. as long as if you don't go out, you don't need to pay them that day. If you guys are just doing whatever, there's no like, I mean, there's no like on call schedule here or anything like that where they're, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, um, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> cool. So Griff is, um, I think he's going to start by going to the trading post. He's mm. got an awful lot of silver and stuff and um, yeah, his armor class is not ideal. So I think he could do with maybe a slightly better armor and some shields or shield. Perfect. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I'll switch over to the Village of Hamlet map here. Um, I do have a numbered one. I actually need to switch to that one because this one's obviously not great without numbers to really tell you where things are. Um, but you head over to the Trading Post, um, which is in full swing right now. Um, all the merchants are out uh, putting out all their, all their gear, all their merchandise, and that sort of thing. There is the pen where there's livestock. Uh, you see Rowan, who, as you know, is the sort of horse and livestock salesman and, you know, uh, keeper. Um, and you also see two other uh, merchants. There's one uh, one tall one. He looks like he's probably, like, in his 50s. Um, and you also see a plumper, fatter man who's a bit shorter than him um, in the other one. They seem to be, like, the three main merchants here uh, that you can tell. Every once in a while, you'll see there's, like, a few maybe different uh, traveling merchants that have come through and sort of just set up their wares. Uh, but right now, it's just these three. And you see an assortment of everything from wine and rations to armor and all that sort of stuff. Um, one thing you do know as well is that if you didn't get armor made to fit you, if there's any, need anything specific, there is a blacksmith in town. Um, but right now, it seems like if you're just buying some basic stuff, this looks like a good place to just grab whatever you need. Yeah. So, Griff's after a, yeah, some armor and also some sort of adventuring, dungeoning bits. So, I don't know which of the two traders is looking like he's better equipped for that. Yeah, uh, it looks like the uh, the taller gentleman looks like he has a lot of yeah. the lots sort of stuff. Um, so Griff will um, do that thing where he's going to sort of wander casually by and just, hmm, you know, have a look. Is he interested, isn't he? Probably not. Walk <laughs> off, come back again, you know, browsing. And uh, oh, good morning. Um, uh, many takers for uh, for the armor you got there. Um, and he says, oh, welcome. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a few takers here and there, but still early in the morning. I'm sure by, uh, by noon, most of this armor will be gone from some of the new adventurers that have come through in town. Um, so you might want to grab it while you still can. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing there's a lot of, um, action on the road. So I wouldn't be surprised if you, you didn't get that many here today, but, uh, you know, who knows? Um, He's going to pick up some something he's not interested in, so he's going to pick up a bit of plate. Okay, yeah. He says, "Ooh, sure. a plate! You must, uh, you must be uh, quite the uh, quite the well endowed man." Uh, he sort of smirks at his sort of double entendre there. He's just like, mm, "Would you, uh, are, are, would you be interested in fitting or?" Uh... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, what was, what was a suit like this cost? I mean, I've got what fifty on me. Ooh, it's it's gonna be a little bit more than that, sir. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's quite good plate there. And Kostor gives it like a big sort of rap with his knuckles. So he says, "This is good stuff. That's quite a bit more than fifty. I'm I'm afraid." Yeah, I mean, what what does something like that go for? Um, let's see here. I meant to get the equipment page open. Uh, where is it? So, um, okay, here it is. 
Um, so, he says, well, uh, for you, my good sir, uh, that there is some fantastic plate armor, though you can tell it's probably a little bit too big for you. Obviously, plate armor is something you probably want to get fed. Yeah. He says, right there, that's probably about, um, 2,300 silver pieces, you know? Uh, it's fantastic quality, you can tell by this, and then he sort of points to, like, the joints and the different belts and, like, the high-quality steel here, here, and here, as you can tell, is it's all been perfectly made to, uh, to fit the suit. Uh, to fit the person who wears it very, very well. Oh, good God. Yeah, oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And he's going to put it back very gingerly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's lovely. Um, I mean, well, I mean, have you got any cheaper armor? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, and he sort of uh, brings you over to one of the other tables. Um, and there's like a big chest there, as well as some stuff laid out like on mannequins. He says, we have this here and this here. And he points out to like to different coats uh, and heavy sort of leathery kind of armors um, and hide armor, some scale mails and that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so he sort of points out to a bunch of different ones. Uh, he says, this one here would go for a nice uh, 70 silver pieces. Um which one are you looking for again, uh, Martin? Or are you uh, in the market for? So he's actually looking for pierced armor, but for um, pierced armor, yeah, yeah. Oh, so is that pierced armor? What's that? Is that just like oh, a bunch pieced. of different? Yeah, pieces? sorry, I keep thicker I keep reading pierced. pierced. Ah, perfect. No, it's all good. <laughs> I read pierced as well. I was like, what? Isn't yeah. pierced armor? That sounds like the exact kind of armor you don't want to buy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, pierced armor. Um, hand. It's already used, and he's slightly shot through with arrows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's still blood from the last person who was wearing it. It's like, no, it's very good, trusty. Um, so, uh, he says, yes, this is, uh, this has come in on one of the latest shipments. Um, as you can tell, it's made up from a few different great high quality pieces. Um, you can tell that this, this armor that he points out, um, does seem to be decent quality, though it really has probably been made by somebody not super talented, maybe some sort of like apprentice blacksmith or, uh, that sort of thing. There's lots of different parts of different, different types of metal. You can tell from the different qualities. Yeah. Uh, overall it's fine. Uh, he says this one will go for 120 silver pieces. Um, as you can tell, all the parts uh, that you want protected are well protected as he sort of points like where the heart is. He, uh, points to like on the thighs and that sort of thing where it's like all sort of like the big parts are pretty well uh, encompassed mm. with some proper armor. But this is definitely not, I wouldn't say bottom barrel, but this is like middle of the road kind of armor. Um, and very strange looking. It has like, it has a weirdly nice aesthetic to it. Um, like I said, it's made up of a few different colors. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it, it looks nice. I mean, it looks like somebody's repaired it a couple of times, but you got a bit of... You know, is that a bit of bronze in there? A bit of copper, maybe? Yes. As well as some steel? Oh, yeah, good yeah. eye, good eye. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, there's even probably a few little bits of uh, gold and silver here as well. As he sort of points to, like, like you, he's pointing to parts and, like, you are really having to squint to see what he's pointing at. Mm. Um, he says, yes, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very well-made, put-together, unique armor, I'd say. Uh, I feel like if you wear this, nobody will forget who you are. No, I'm perhaps not for the right reasons, but um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, I, I was sort of in the market for a shield as well, just a, a little one. Didn't didn't want anything too big. Oh yes, uh, and we have a number of shields, and he sort of points to like one like like a round sort of shield, like sort of like a Viking style shield. Um, he sort of points to, like a kite shield. Um, he points to a few different ones. You see some massive ones, like big sort of tower shields and stuff as well, but uh, he sort of shows you just the section of the smaller ones. Um, and all coming in different ranges of colors and stuff. Some are wood, some are metal. Um, and he says, uh, these are all about around the same amount for about 25 silver pieces. 
25, right, right. Well, the theory was, if I get one of these little ones, you see, just one of the tiny ones I can stick on my arm, then I can I can put my arm over the bit where the metal's missing on the armour, where it's obviously fallen off at some point. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, you must, the... be a, you must be a master uh, master tactician. Uh, yes, that would be perfect if you do that. You would be perfectly well armoured against any kind of threat, my good man. Yeah. So what about both together then? Because, you know, a bit of a discount. And I mean, as I say, I'm using the shield to kind of make up for the holes in the other one there. Hmm. He sort of like just sort of uh, scratches his chin a little bit, sort of thinks. Uh, do you want to give me a uh, trade check? Uh, yes. Or even a convince, whichever one uh, you think would work oh, better for you? I think trade's probably the more honest one. Uh, so with intelligence, I'm guessing? Uh, yeah. Intelligence or wisdom, whichever you prefer. It's cool. Definitely intelligence because we've got a plus one on that one. So that's a not so brilliant six. Set. Yeah. So that's a little bit. That is a that's that's a pass for a lower check. But um, he says, "Ooh, these are these are good armors, sir." And as you know, a lot of caravans have been hit lately. You know, these are kind of hard to come by right now. Um, oh, look like a caravan. <laughs> I think he. So I think the total that he'd want for both would be one hundred and forty-five. Um, yeah before anything um he says uh best i can do is uh, uh 140 silver pieces okay okay um i'm after a mirror just a little one as well you know see around corners that sort of thing and uh some of them little iron spikes and something to tap in tap in no, i can't i can't talk tonight <laughs> and, and something to tap them in with as well a little hammer yeah um so, oh, let's see here. So we got a mirror for 10 silver pieces of 15. So um, he says total between uh, a hammer, uh, some iron spikes, uh, and a mirror. Uh, he says, I'll give you a great deal. 20 silver pieces for the uh, for a, a bundle of spikes, a hammer, and a mirror. Hmm. Uh-oh, go on then. Yeah, so you'll take that? You... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's 160 altogether, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he starts putting these sort of together. Did you pick out which kind of shield you wanted? What Did you want more, like, the more round sort of uh, Viking-style yeah, one? The... Or did you want, like, a, the kite one? I've no idea what shields are, or what Viking shield's like, but what he's after is kind of one that's... More like, more like a buckler, like plate. a smaller one that you'd have. Yeah, on... buckler, yeah, okay. that's yeah. it, yeah. Yep, yeah, so it's good to, like, he probably has one that's probably a little bit bigger than a buckler, but, uh, yeah, he's yeah. sort of, he's sort of a round kind of one. Um, I'm also, as you can tell by me saying the Viking style, that I am also not super well-versed in shields. I, uh, <laughs> everything I know is from media. Um, right. and yeah, so he sort of puts that, uh, on, down, he puts it next to the armor, he grabs the hammer, mirror, and spikes. Uh, he sort of all just puts it together in a pile on the table. He says, uh, anything else, sir? Well, I'll tell you what, um, I mean, this is obviously, he points to the armor again, this has obviously been, um, well, used before, you can tell, because of the different um, the different bits, your, your bronze and your copper, and well, you say gold and silver, but I say bronze and copper. <laughs> um, would you would you be interested in taking me buff coat um, in part exchange? Hmm. Yeah, he, sort of, he, uh, he looks it over. Um... He says, yeah, yeah, um, I'll give you, uh, it looks like it's still in pretty good quality, there's not too many, uh, not too many holes, and obviously I can tell from the restitching it's, uh, been done by a good, uh, you know, a good tailor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you 25 silver pieces for it. Okay, okay, um, well, 
That makes 135 for everything there in, in exchange for that. Yeah, okay, okay, he says. Ah, good man. And he sort of, he takes your, your coat from you, or your, your armor. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's, um, it's been interesting, he says. <laughs> uh, anything else I can, uh, I can provide, sir? Um... I don't suppose you've got any healing potions. I mean, I was going to head over to the church again, but uh, uh, unfortunately, know. I'm all I'm all out of uh, I'm all out of stock on those. No, no problem, no problem. Um, well, I shall bid you a good day, sir. Absolutely, thank you, sir. Uh, I hope to see you again. Uh, just so you know, my name is Ranos. If you uh, ever need to uh, come here again, I'd be happy to provide you with more excellent uh, excellent products. Ranos. And do you do like a loyalty system? So for adventurers that survive and keep coming back for more, do you, you know, as you get to know people, you, you know, you, you treat them fair? You know, if you become, I mean, I've not uh, been hard know, on you, have I? Well, if you become a good customer of mine, uh, you know, I could always, you know, perhaps uh, throw you a discount here or there, you know, yeah. it's always good. You come to me with some uh, some stuff you want to sell before anybody else, give me a good deal, you know, maybe we can, uh, we can help each other out. Well, what sort of thing are you, um, you know, do you uh, you looking for? Sort after stuff, you know. Well, you know, if you find any uh, particular uh, unique weapons in, uh, in your travels, uh, you know, I might be able to give you a good price for them. You're not interested in, like, some good quality snake skin or that mm. sort of stuff? Uh, you know, actually, you know, they could go for... Well, it depends, yeah. Actually, I, I think, uh, you know, if you have any, uh, I'd be happy to look at it, give it a, give it a good look, see if it's well, worth I anything. Don't at the minute, but I might know where I can get some. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to come back to me. That's uh, I'd, I'd be happy to do more business with you. No, good to meet you, Ranos. Yep, and he sort of bids you farewell as you grab your gear and uh, head off. Cool. So Griff now has a better AC. Let's just get <laughs> rid of the buff coat. So he now has an armor class of sixteen with a shield. So. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So there you can take more hits and uh, hopefully get hit less. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I think the next thing, we'll, we'll do the shopping stuff first. So I think he's going to nip over to the church and see if he can uh, get any more healing potions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you go to the church um, and let's see here. I actually wrote down his name this time. Aha. Uh, yeah. So uh, you go over towards the the church, um, and you see the same guy you talked to before, the the, the sort of chief cleric. Um, he uh, his name is Terjon, which is spelled T E R J O N. Um, and he says, "Oh, it's nice to see you. Nice to see you again, Griff. Uh, I'm glad that you have uh, not met any sort of uh, grisly fate in your travel so far, like some of the others I've met in the last few days." Uh, I'm still in one piece. Yes. Uh, what what can I do for you? Well, and still in one piece, thanks to one of your very fine healing potions. Oh, I was just wondering if you had any more sort of lying around. Um, I do. Uh, however, I only have two left. They've been I've sort of gone through my stores, and it takes a little while mm. to actually get them, you know, created. Um, Jeru uh, helps me with uh, creating some of them as well. Uh, oh. I don't. I think he's fully out as well, unfortunately. But uh, I can spare oh. two to give you. Um, I believe uh, he won. I think they were what fifty silver pieces last time. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, he says, I know not to do this to you, but I think uh, the price has gone up to 75 um, just because of the uh, <laughs> recent demands for them. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I would hasten to point out that we did uh, dispatch the entire group of bandits in the moat house, so, I mean, we are trying to do, um, you know, right for the village. Hmm. Yeah, do you want to give me, uh, do you want to give me a convince? Yeah. Ooh, nice. 13. 13. Um, he says, oh, yes, I think uh, I think I heard something about that from, I believe, uh, I think one of your companions that was there with you has been talking about uh, your great, great triumph against some of the some of the bands over there. Okay, how about uh, how about 60 silver pieces per uh, per bottle? Well, I'm not going to complain. Thank you very much. Yeah, and he goes over to the same uh, box, grabs out two red vials and passes them over to you. Why are these things always red? I don't know. It's uh, something about the herbs that we use. It's uh, very strange, you know. It, in in a way, they almost look kind of evil too. If you know the whole red, bright, and everything. So, you know, I'm yeah, sure there's some potions out there that you don't want to drink. They're the same color. So be careful out there. Yeah, I mean, you'd have thought a nice green or something, or maybe a, you know, a, a calming blue. But uh, no, they're always bloody red. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, um. Anything I can do for you, perhaps, in return uh, for for future healing potions? Um, he says, uh, "Hmm. Well, actually, right, right now I don't have anything, but I'll keep you in mind. Obviously, from what hmm. I've heard, you are you're a competent person, and uh, well, uh, as you were speaking speaking uh, earlier, um, there is some more stuff going on in town. Uh, just I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I I think we we talked about it before, but I just have this feeling something is going on in the village." Um, and since you're not oh. somebody from here, I might, uh, I might take you up on that offer, but please obviously be discreet. He's sort of like, as he said, it's like his voice is lowered. Um, so that they're like any congregates that are in the, in the church aren't, don't hear you. Um, and yeah, he says, uh, I might, I might actually require services soon. Um, mm. I can't divulge anything right now, but, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll, um, yeah, I mean, I'll pop by in a couple of days, three days, something. And, uh, yeah, maybe we can catch up again. Sounds good. Hopefully I'll still have some of these left. <laughs> but, uh, well, okay, must be getting on. Time's uh, time's money and all that. Yep, uh, he bids you a farewell, um, and you head off. Um, one thing as well, Martin, just because I don't like to repeat too much, yeah. but one thing that you have noticed a lot while walking through town, even though you've had some good... Because of your, your foci and just your general disposition, people you talk to seem to like you well enough. I guess I have a few people who are rude here and there. But you do still get the feeling that you are you do have eyes on you at all times, that people are watching you from fields. Not like Children of the Corn thing, where everybody's just sort of staring at you, like you know, like body snatchers, but more just that sort of small-town thing of somebody we don't know is here, uh, and you stand out a lot more than other people. Yeah. Um, but you do notice at the same time, other adventures that you might pass seem to get the same kind of attention, unwanted or you know, just uh, not hostile, just wary. Yeah. So he walks past the river, the mill stops turning, and the yeah, the bird. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little kid runs up to you and says like five days and runs off. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. So he's um. Also curious to see what Jeru had. Um, not Jeru, but Jeru. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For anybody in the chat, um, his name is spelled J A R O O. 
it's not drew like d-r-e-w it's not a real name it is of course a made-up fancy name that he has just in case i say it, it sounds like drew i thought it was funny where <laughs> it's a much <laughs> sillier name than <laughs> but yeah so drew uh, if you want to go see him you're absolutely able to go to his grove and uh yeah chat with him um yeah so you make your way further away towards the grove um now this time it's during the day and it's quite a bit nicer and more welcoming um, you get a sense of nice uh, calm. The smell of flowers and shrubbery is very strong here. You know, it's different from a lot of the smell of a lot of the cattle and livestock that the town has, as well as just, you know, the general uh, not-so-nice smells that mingle in a, in a small town. Um, and uh, Jeru is there. You see him at one of his little garden areas. It looks like he's just pruning some bushes, um, and he hears your footsteps and turns around. He says, "Oh, uh, how did uh, did you how how did you how did that uh, potion I gave you work? Did you uh, find sleep afterwards?" Uh, yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. Perfect. Um, set me off. Set the others off as well. And <laughs> um, Elmo did his thing, and uh, Homlet is now free of uh, well, certainly the bandits that were in the moat ice. Oh, I did not realize that's what its use was for. Well, uh, congratulations, sir. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you were able to use it for uh, the benefit of Homlet. I thought. I thought you were just having trouble because of the nightmares, you know, that uh, a lot of people tend to have uh, around these parts. No, no, it was was all good. They won't be having nightmares again, Elmo saw to that. Yeah, mm, he, uh, he kind of gives you kind of a quizzical look at that sort of very grim statement. Um, mm. He says, uh, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, well, last time I was here, you said you um, you wouldn't mind seeing me again. You, you Ooh, had something yes. for me. Correct. Actually, yeah, I, uh, I have a favor to ask of you. Um, though yeah. it's not quite this moment but um well obviously uh i heard about um i i heard about like you said with your uh your little um so far your little uh escapade into the uh, into the moat house and it seems like already from you that it's it's been quite successful um i could use somebody like you who can take care of themselves i have um I have a few druids, a uh, few younger ones who are coming to the grove to help out. There's a... Uh, well, he sort of goes and sits down. He says he just sort of asks you to sit down next to him. I've come here because I do believe that there is something happening in these lands. Uh, I do believe something... I just get this feeling that the earth is becoming more corrupted. Um, and s that old temple up north, there's something happening there. I don't know uh, if you know its history at all. I won't bore you with it too much. But you should know that, uh, well, there was a great sort of evil there at one point. Um, though it wasn't gone. actually destroyed, it was just sealed. Um, and that was many years ago. But I can't shake the feeling that, I don't know, something's growing there. I, I don't know for sure. But um, I've been, I've, I've asked some of the other druids, um, back where I come from, back in our, our old sort of grove in, the, in that old forest for some extra help. Problem is, um, they've gone against my wishes of having the younger druids who are coming to help me out um, come by road and instead are coming by river, which means that they'll be coming through Nolb. And I don't know if you've heard uh -huh. about Nolb at all, but it is not exactly a... Uh, well, it, it's not exactly a nice place, especially for some young druids. Um, they're going to be Wrong. here in a week. Uh, that their barge is supposed to arrive in Nolb in a week. Um, okay. As you as you know, Nolb is the small town up north, full of sort of river pirates and ne'er do wells and criminals, and it's just basically like right next to where the old temple is. That's what everybody uh, knows. Um, and he just asks uh, when they get here in a week's time. 
Um, would you be able to, with you and whatever group you have, um, find them and escort them back here? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds, yeah, sounds, sounds good. I would just... I, so hang on, sorry, just to, to roll back there a minute. So this, this temple, it's not just a bandit problem you've got. There's something inside. Well, nobody really seems to believe me on this. I Most people just think it is just bandits, which I, I don't know if they're related or not. Bandits have definitely become bigger in the area, but so have other creatures, other creatures that have also appeared. Now, right. as a man of the world, I'm sure, you know, that's not exactly a unique thing to this to this region but the the frequency of it is what concerns me and i personally believe there's a connection uh even if nobody else does um and i'm just trying to get some extra help so i can try and confirm and perhaps get more things in motion Mm, okay okay um and you're uh i mean what what sort of risk do you think because it's good to go forearmed and all that so forewarned is forearmed what what sort of um problems are you expecting for your uh, your acolytes coming through Nolb? Well, truth be told, um, people in Nolb uh, will take advantage of anybody and anything that they can. Uh, they're a despicable, oh. despicable group of people up there. Um, you know, I'd like to say that uh, robbing them is the worst they would do, but there are many more things that they are capable of, and I'm hoping a, a, a band of well-armed warriors might, you know, at least, oh, even if you have to pay your way out of there, which I'd be happy to um, reimburse yeah. you for, um, it would be, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a dangerous place. You're gonna, it, there's nothing magical there that'll hurt you. The people there are much darker than any magic I've come across, um, <laughs> and I would just be very wary. And uh, so right. far, I, <laughs> I asked uh, I asked the militiamen to help me out, but they've been too busy dealing with the caravan attacks as well as, you know, the bandit sightings and everything, that they haven't been able yeah. to actually, you know, spare the uh, the people for me. So you're just looking for basic protection from the locals, but you're saying they're a fairly rowdy mob. Yes, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay, okay. As well as yeah, the I'm... dangerous travel back down south here is also a, has yeah. troubles of its own, you know. Um, I'm sure uh, sure we can help you with that. That's uh, fantastic. I really, I really appreciate this. And, uh, you know, I, I am... Not not to uh, <laughs> not to go off too pompous, but I am on the town council, and uh, you know if you do this for me, it's uh, I'll make sure to uh, put in a good word for you with any you know. Yeah. I, I'm not exactly a bad person, no. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely, and Turgeon was saying you were a good um, a good source of healing potions, but just not today, apparently. Yeah, so while I help him out, he has his own parts. He has his own healing yeah. that uh, we sort of work together on making them. Um, it does take a lot of. Uh, a lot of resources to make them, but they are they are useful. Um, and of course, if you do this for me, um, I don't have much in the way of money, but I'd be happy to um, uh, heal you and anybody in your party for a much lower price than normal. Um, if you do this favor for me, much appreciated. And uh, to, in terms of mechanics of that, Martin, if you yeah. get really fucked up and you need a physician to get rid of certain tags that you might that might happen. Uh, he can, Jeru, it will count as a physician for that. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, for those moments. Well, um, I'd like to take this opportunity to congratulate you on your fine shrubbery you have here. With some fantastic bushes, <laughs> and um, I'm not an expert, but it it's looking damn good, if you ask me. 
Oh, uh, thank you very much. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping we'll be able to actually grow a lot more and make it much, thrive a lot more uh, once the Acolytes are here and can help attend to this with me. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll do a, a great job. But, uh, and, and we can help you get them there, so. Right. Um, well, I better be getting on. Got things to do and all that. Perfect. Yep, uh, what do you want to do next, Martin? So, is there anyone in the village that's likely to be able to identify these four arrows of fantastic quality? Yes. Yeah, the uh, the wizard at the tower. Okay. Oh, that's that's convenient. So, um, Griff wanted to go and see Ruf, Rufus anyway. Yeah. And Burn is the name of the wizard who's also there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to talk with Rufus first and then talk to Burn, or what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah going to get his compulsory 20 minutes wait i suspect outside the front of the tower <laughs> yeah so you uh you head back to that tower um um and you talk to the guards uh same sort of rigmarole they they see you um and they sort of arrange a meeting with rufus um and uh yeah you make your way over to rufus into his office um and he says uh oh, it's uh it's you again but uh what can i do for you well, I just wanted to let you know. Thank you for the loan of uh, Edos um, or Idos. I can't. I can't. Yeah, Edos. <laughs> some yeah. of these names, you know. Um, very, um, very capable uh, lad. Um, thank you very much. So, um, yeah, good, uh, good guy. I'm, I'm going to pay him anyway because I, th you know, it's a fair thing to do. Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate you sending him along. And and no doubt he told you that um, we we cleared the bandits out. Hey? Um, yes, no, I heard from him himself. Um, I asked him how you, uh, how you fared as a, you know, as a, as a person using some of my resources, and he said, uh, you did great. Mm. Said you treated the men properly, and, uh, you dealt with the bands in a very, uh, uh, unorthodox way. Um, though, you dealt with them all the same, and, uh, yes, Indeed. it's, uh, it's been, it's been noticed. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, was there a, a reward available, I think? Somebody, what was it, Elmo mentioned there was a reward available? Um, well, there is definitely a reward for those, uh, for those ones there. Um, he says, uh, he sort of points out that Edos mentioned how many were dead. Um, and I think, um, he does mention though. However, um, Edos did mention there was still quite a bit more to that moat house that, uh, needed clearing out. Um, so perhaps if you do clear out that moat house, there is a bigger reward there. But in the meantime, for dealing with those bandits... And this is all going off of the honesty that Edos did not lie or, uh, you know, exaggerate facts. Um, here is uh, 30 silver for all those dead. Ah, well, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to complete the job for you. Of course. And uh, like I said, uh, I'd, we'd be happy to provide you with proper compensation for dealing with them. Um, I've mm. already lost several men and resources to uh, some of the bands, in that, in the, especially in that part of the area, so... You know, any this sort of help, any sort of help with that will be greatly appreciated. Uh, you can tell his no, tone's no. a little more relaxed with you. It's not quite as stern as last time. It's still not. <laughs> I would never say warm when it comes to Rufus, but you definitely get the feeling that he has at least a budding respect for you now that you've actually, you know, proven yourself to not just be all talk like most adventures that come through here are. The fact that you actually came back at all is already a pretty big achievement. Mm. I had a couple of other questions for you. Um, nothing. Um... I'm not asking for anything, you understand. Um, the guard always sort of makes me wait 20 minutes before I come in. Is there like a some sort of, I don't know, priority word, something, can, you know, that I can use to convey that 
I, I don't <laughs> need the weight, just need to come and see you. <laughs> uh, he says, well, you know, I'm just a very busy man. And, uh, oh, you know, sure you are. I'm taking time on my day. So usually that 20 minutes or 50 and however how long it takes is just me getting my stuff together or fishing whatever job I'm doing. Um, you know, right. Uh, okay. It might turn out being an, an hour here or there once in a while. So, uh, <laughs> okay, point taken. Yes, <laughs> well, no problem. Um, and uh, but it's uh, it's Burn around. That's his name, isn't it? Yes, uh, Burn is around. He's up on the the top floor. Did you want to speak with him? I recovered some interesting items, and I was wondering if he wouldn't mind taking a quick look for me. Hmm. Yeah, I think that shouldn't be a problem. Um, and he's like, uh, but. I hope you don't mind waiting 25 minutes. Uh, he's usually quite busy as well, but I'm sure he'd be happy to see you, especially after uh, after hearing a little bit about your your first little uh, foray into the moat house. Um, I'll get no. one of the guards to go, go uh, speak with him. Lovely, thank you. Well, do you have a waiting room somewhere with some, I don't know, maybe a a nice beer there or something? <laughs> uh, there's no uh, there's no alcohol allowed in the tower. Oh, okay. Um, and he, he sort of, he, he points you to an area. He says, "You just follow that man up there, uh, and Rufus will get you in a second. Um, and so you just follow one of the guards up the stairs. Uh, you're just waiting in a very kind of Spartan room. Uh, yeah. It's basically just like a few waiting chairs and stuff. Um, and then the door opens, and sort of like the classic wizard, you know, no, no, no conical hat necessarily, but um." You know, long, long sort of actually like brown beard. This actually, this this wizard looks younger than you would expect from a you know wizard. Uh, you know, in the tallest part of a tower, that sort of thing. Um, he's probably in his forties. Um, and he uh he opens up the door. He's got like a nice sort of like purple kind of long robe. He looks very comfy and cozy. Um, and he says, uh, yes, you wanted to see me. Uh, what'd you say your name was? Oh Ruff? yeah, Griff, 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 Griff Shanghai. Mm. Come in, Griff. What can I do for you? Um, I've got the and he pulls them out of his pack. Now I've got these arrows. Um, they look a bit special, and I thought somebody with your skills might be able to identify them. Hmm. Yes, let me see those. And he sort of just does a little bit of a hand wave over them. Um, and sort of just looks at them. He's like, mm, yes, these are quite nice. A little bit of a slight magic imbuement to them. Um, know. you know, this is uh, you know, nothing quite that special, but. Uh, oh, very nice craftsmanship all the same. And he sort of passes it back to you. Uh, basically, mechanically, these are plus one arrows. Um, cool. So plus one to attack and plus one to damage. Um, nice. And for identify... I how much he charges. We'll say the first time's discounted. And uh, I'll say... I don't know. 14 silver pieces. 10 silver per arrow. Oh, yeah, well, okay then. Oh, it seems to be, uh... Yeah, go on then. Perfect. Thank you. Anything else? Um, no, um, might I say you must be quite a, uh, an achiever. I mean, uh, a wizard in this tower at uh, your age? Mm, yes, I've done quite a lot in my life to get mm. to where I am. If you do the same, you'll get far as well. Well, I certainly hope so. Hmm. Is that all? Um, yeah, I mean, Griff, Griff is struggling to try and have a conversation with this guy who seems very boring. So. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Thank you very much. Um, and your your help is much appreciated. Hmm. I'm sure it is. Goodbye, <laughs> Gruff. 
yes. I'm sure I'll see you again with more fantastic items. Well, I um, I hope to be able to um, bring you something worthy of your attention. I certainly hope so. And he just sort of closes the door in your face while you're still kind of like halfway through goodbye. And then... Yep. <laughs> Bloody wizards. <laughs> um. So with that, what what time of day is it? Um. So you've gone through and talked to a few different people, done shopping. Uh, I'll say you probably got up around seven or eight. So let's say it's probably around. Uh, let's say we're around lunchtime. That sounds yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's going to try and round up the crew. Okay. Yeah, so you're able to get everybody. Um, you're able to get uh, all of them together. Um, you know, Edos, Bari, the three guys with Elmo, um, Alan, um, and they're all uh, happy to be there. They're all at the beckoning bench. Um, and uh, yeah, they're so uh, we uh, we going out today, you going out today, boss? Well, I, th I think we should. Um... We don't want to leave the moat house too long, do we? I mean, we um, we left the tables and the chairs down the stairs, and uh, you know, hopefully nothing's escaped or nothing's gone down and plundered. So, uh, I think it's time we went back, seeing an old friend. Ooh, fantastic! Great. I was, uh, I almost just says uh, I was just getting bored. Let's uh, let's head out. Yeah, and um, I'm sure we can get something as well. Uh, you know. Another day's pay is all, all good, isn't it? Perfect. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yesterday's pay was pretty good. I'm not going to lie, boss, uh, Elmo says. And you see the others kind of shoot him a look, seeing their pay versus his. Uh, they don't know exactly how much he got, but they know they, they know he got a lot more than, than they did. Um, and, uh, yeah, everybody sort of grabs their gear uh, and gets ready to head out. That was only half a day as well. I think we came back before lunchtime and you still got a full day. So it's not <laughs> bad, is it? Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, and, uh, Alan's like, woohoo, I can't wait to, to, to prove myself again, boss. We're, uh, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill three things today. Well, yeah, I mean, let's hope you do, but, um, as I said before, you make sure you, um, stick with Elmo, do what he says. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I okay, boss, yeah, that sounds good. Um, he's sort of like a little bit. You can see like he's sort of like kind of with his spear, kind of doing little motions like yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, like Edos, who's sort of the same age, much more disciplined, is kind of just rolling his eyes mm. at the lack of uh, lack of discipline in Alan's uh, behavior. Um, I want to know why Alan has got a normal name and everybody else has got a strange name. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got Edos, Jeru, Turgeon. Even Alan. Elmo's kind of weird because I just like yeah. I've never known anybody called Elmo except for the fucking little red puppet. So it's yeah. always just funny that it's like a big buff yeah. dude with an axe named Elmo. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you uh, you guys head off, um, and let's see here. I'm just going to grab another pencil. Absolutely. Not a problem. Uh... Reinforcements. And yeah, you make your way, you make your way through um, this, uh, through the roads without any sort of anything of a real note. You do see a few uh, groups of people here and there that walk by, sort of give you a nod. Uh, some of them look like just travelers, some look like pilgrims. Uh, nothing I haven't seen so far. Like, it's not exactly a very populated uh, area, but every once in a while you do see a person here or there on the road, but nothing of real value. Um, and yeah, and you make it to uh, the the top part of the moat house. 
Um, it looks like overall, uh, you're just outside at the gatehouse. The bodies of the bandits are still there, just kind of in the moat, kind of just lapping up against the surface. Um, and you kind of walk through, uh, and you're sort of like in the courtyard and that great hall area. And it seems pretty quiet up here. Uh, what do you want to do, Martin? Well, uh, Griff will just turn to everyone and say, well, g give me a minute. I'm just going to check the place out, make sure, um, you know, we've not got any unexpected visitors. And uh, yeah, as before, if it all goes badly wrong, drag us out, will you? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, so what do you want to do? Where, where are you going? Uh, he's just going to sort of sneak into the main hall and just check no one's been there. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me a sneak check. Uh, doo -doo -doo. There we go. That is a an eight. Okay, nice. Yeah, so um, you sneak into the main hall, and I would say this is. I'll just basically put this with a nose check almost. Um, you can see that there's definitely fresh tracks going through here, um, and also you see some splintered wood in the ground. Um, and you sort of walk over towards the steps, and all that stuff you put in the way is all either smashed or moved. Um, mm -hmm. it looks like several groups. Or like, no, sorry, not several groups. Several people, at least in one group, or several different people across different groups, have gone through here, um, and unbarred the unbarred the way that you uh, you put up. Yeah. And does it look like there's been any activity, sort of uh, west or south, to the other areas that we cleared out? Um. Overall, um, it looks like a lot of it is just going through the moat house. Yeah. I would say if you follow the tracks, it looks like it goes from downstairs out through the main hall and then out of the out of yeah. the moat house off into the wilderness. Um, I would say that you notice many different sorts of foot tracks. Uh, several of them are look like they're barefoot, but they don't look like human. They look almost like human esque, um, sort of like almost like if you have like a human foot with like claws on it. Yeah. Um, and a few a few boots here and there, but overall, yeah. So Griffel, uh, I'll let everybody know that um, yeah, it looks like somebody's been here. Our chairs and tables have been moved, so um, certainly doesn't seem to be a quiet place. <laughs> no, Elmo uh, El looks kind of uh, concerned by by this. He says uh, um, he sort of you see him sort of point a few different ones. Yeah, sir, I count at least. Uh, six six or seven different individual tracks here you know it's a decent sized group going through hmm well okay um do you do you think we should have a go at the lizard or will we leave that thing alone uh honestly it's up to you boss i mean uh you know it, we don't necessarily want sneaking up on us that don't you know or you know coming at the worst kind of time but at the same time it is just a beast hasn't done us mm. anything wrong hasn't done us any wrong right so uh yeah. Um You know what? Best leave it for now. Um if we kill anything, and I'm sure we probably will, um, we can drag whatever it is back up, chuck it in there, close the door, open the door, and shoot it or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's absolutely uh absolutely a strategy, sir, if you do want to deal with that lizard. Um I'm yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, well, I mean assuming no one else has killed it, well, I'm sure it's doing alright on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, well, it seems to be quite a lot of stuff sort of coming in, going out, up and down them stairs. So why don't we um, why don't we try those secret ones in the corner that we found? Because I I don't reckon they'll have been used as much. Okay. Sounds um, good. So that's what he'll do. He'll lead the group over to the secret stairs in the corner of the motorhouse. Okay. Uh. 
I'm just gonna see where that. So you're going to that that room seven there. You're going through that door. Yeah. Um. Yep. Cool. I just want to. I'm just gonna check to see where that leads to. Hopefully, the book actually tells me. Cool. I don't think it does. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um. Hmm. Okay. I'm just going to check out the next area because I think it might show me that way. Okay, yeah, I think I found it. Um, okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's where it is. Uh, I'm just going to see if I can grab your character. Mm-hmm. Can you can you see anything at all? Uh, I can. I can see the a small flight of stairs and the griff and a room. Perfect. Okay. Um, I believe that's where that leads to. Um, so yeah. So what do you want to do? You sort of head down. Uh, the rest of the group is kind of behind you on the stairs. Um, I'm not gonna put all the guys in here right now because yeah. it's such a small area. But um, they're basically all next to you or near you or up a little bit. Um, what do you want to do, Martin? That's cool. I can only literally see where Griff is and the stairs and nothing around him at all. Yeah. Did you want to search or did you want to do anything or Yeah, he's gonna sort of like he's a dead gonna end room. Search around and see what he can see. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh do you want to give me a notice check? Yep. Ooh. Ooh. That's a five. Yeah, um, you look around. Uh, don't forget, you can re-roll these because you're expert class if you would like to re-roll Ooh, a yes. first scene. Yep, so you want to give me a re-roll? I've forgotten that. That was rubbish. <laughs> oh, seven. Okay, actually, seven. Better than a five. <laughs> yeah, so with seven, um, what you do notice uh, is on the left right here, um, mm -hmm. you see uh, what looks like a sort of secret door. Um, it looks like one of the bricks is more uh worn than the rest of them it looks like it's like it can be pressed on um excuse me and yeah so it looks like you have a little little secret room there or a little secret door cool so griff will um i'm assuming everyone else is kind of still up the stairs creeping down after griff yeah um got a, got a secret door here um i reckon um yeah if we're careful we might even get the jump on something if it's behind the door okay so uh we'll open the door. You open the door. Are you doing it? Are you gonna try and open it sort of sneakily? Because like, it is a yeah. secret door. It's it's all brick, so it's a little bit rough to make it quiet. So if you want to give me a sneak yeah. check just to see if you can like push it, but not make too much noise doing it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you open that door uh, and <laughs> kicks it open. Oh boy. <laughs> with a four. <laughs> let's see how this. <laughs> let's see how this goes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you open the door, um, and with a sort of stony creak of stone on stone, where it goes, uh, you open it to this room, um, and you see what turns around just as you do that from the noise, um, a massive ogre. Um, <laughs> with a massive, big sort of axe in its hands, looks over with, uh, and he starts moving towards you. 
Hmm. Um. Griff is going to say to the others, "Right, up the stairs, up the stairs, quick." Mm. Fresh meat. And he starts going after you, and like he puts his big arm um through uh like through like the door. He obviously can't get in, but his yeah. arm is long enough to basically reach inside the little that little cavity that you're in. <laughs> um, what are you gonna try and do? Are you gonna try and just sort of like jump out of the way or like escape yeah. it? Or are you gonna try and fight him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say <laughs> I would say give me um hmm. Would be a good one for this. Uh I would say, actually, I guess, give me an evasion uh, save. Yeah. As this massive green arm comes through, like, the doorway. Um, I feel like, okay, yeah. So, uh, you yell to, to the guys to sort of uh, go up the stairs. And as you say that, as you go, like, guys, we better... And then, like, this, this arm sort of grabs you, like, right at the chest. Um, and you feel the massive strength of his hands sort of, like, starting to press down onto your, like... You start to feel like your chest almost compress. Um... And you hear him go, oh, God, the boss has been grabbed. Wait, we got to help him. Um, so we'll go into initiative here, Martin. Cool. On the 8 plus 1. I I was hoping that we'd sort of sneak in the back entrance of the, the, I know. Of the dungeon, but no. <laughs> uh, so you go first, because you guys, uh, Ooh. you tied, and players always go first in World's That Number. So, yeah, uh, yeah what do you want to do, Martin? Um, I think he's just gonna get his dagger and try and stab this thing. Okay. Oh, he's got a hand axe. He'd probably use the hand axe. Yeah. Yeah. So you just grab your hand axe and you start trying to chop at the at the arm. Yeah. Get off me! Ooh. Ooh, nice hit. Ooh. Ooh, really nice hit. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. So you you hear him yell out as your axe just goes deep into his flesh over and over again into his arm. You start to see sort of blackish red blood start splurting out all over you and your nice new armor. Uh okay. Um and this is a pretty small this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. You can definitely tell that like the it's it's uh you're you're seeing all the different cracks and crevices that are in your armor now as you sort of feel like the hot blood <laughs> kind of start pouring through. Um, and Elmo comes up next to you with his big axe. Um, and he starts hacking at, at the guy. Um, and he misses. Um, but you do feel the strength uh, that's sort of holding on to you, sort of weakening. Um, and... Um, I don't know if you're yelling out any orders or not to anybody. Right now, it's a little bit hard for anybody to really get in here, but Bari's going to try and let off the shot. Um, and it seems like he's kind of trying to aim for, like, the inside of the elbow. Um, yep. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, he hits a pretty good shot. Uh, you see, like, an arrow go flying right past your neck into, like, sort of the, uh, I guess, the, the underflesh of this ogre's <laughs> arm. And the arrow kind of just goes right through, and he screams out. Um, and you're sort of, you get, like, one last good sort of hack into the arm, and, like, the fingers kind of let go of you, and you're able to sort of um, walk yourself back from it. Um, what do you want to do here, Martin? Because uh, you still um... have your movement. Yeah, so he's going to shake the realm. I reckon we can take this thing, don't you? <laughs> uh, and, like, the ogre is just, like, bleeding and in pain. And Elmo says, uh, yeah, we might be able to. Uh, but, but, you know, if he gets one shot on us, he might, uh, you know. Ah, come but... on. <laughs> no, we can do it. Uh, all right. 
Um, and he sort of yells to one of the guys. There's only basically space for one more of the guys to get in here. Um, yeah. Uh, and so who who do you want? Uh, who do you want coming in here? Do you want uh, Alan Edos or one of the three? Um, uh, let's go go for one with no name. Okay. Yeah. So we'll throw Devin in there. Uh, because we got Devin, so yeah. for anybody who's just coming in, we have Devin, Eric, and Gregory who are kind of just like the. Uh, the Red the shirts. yeah the exactly yeah <laughs> the they're the, the the bargain bin ones that just came along with uh with elmo um so devin runs in with his spear um and goes to strike at the ogre with it and how much that uh what's the ac for that uh um Okay, so he doesn't hit, unfortunately, but uh, but he is not looking too hot, though, at all. Anyway, from all these attacks, uh, he's actually... Um, so the ogre's turn, he starts to back off quite a bit because he's bleeding profusely from his arm, uh, and he just sort of backs away. Um, but he tries to get sort of like, almost like a swing in with his big axe on Devin as he moves backwards. Um, and so um, he going to swing Ooh, oh my nice. god you are so lucky yeah uh yeah so the the axe kind of just like sparks off the top of the door jam because he's sort of like in the other room and you guys are in that other room so he just sort of smashes some of that sparks go off some of the rock dust kind of goes flying um and he sort of just backs away um and he runs sort of back behind sort of this these pillars over here yeah. um so you are still able to see him he's pretty big he's not trying to like hide behind it like as if you can't see him he's more just trying to use this for as much cover as possible um and sort of try and get you guys in the room uh but that's that's his turn um what do you guys want to do right come on guys we can do it um elmo you um you hold back um if he comes towards us you you don't you know what to do same with you Devin. uh Ari, you and i we're gonna let one off uh, okay sounds good uh, yep, and feel free to fire off. I'll I'll do one for Bari, and you can uh, do yours. Oh, never mind. <laughs> fourteen? Does that hit? Uh, fourteen does not hit, unfortunately. <sighs> um, and oh. Bari Bari doesn't hit either. Both your arrows kind of just sort of bounce off of the uh, the stone um, uh, pillar in front of him, um, and you sort of hear this ogre go, "Wait." Wait. No, no hurt. Put, put your axe down. Okay. Uh, and he drops uh, the the big axe, and he's just you see him sort of holding holding his arm. He says, "Please, no hurt." Right. Are Are you gonna let us through? I. I can't. They, they, they killed me. Who kill you? The, the beautiful one. The, the beautiful one will kill me. Um, the beautiful one? Is it? Is like a? Is that another ogre? No, he, he, man, he like you. And you didn't kill him? No, he give me. Give me meat. Right, okay. If I give you meat, will you kill him? 
How much meat? How much meat do you want? I... Do you eat lizard? Yes, I I love lizard. Ah. But I cannot big... kill beautiful man. Beautiful man, treat me well. Well, how about we give you a big lizard and we help we kill him? Mm, but, but I like beautiful man. I don't want to hurt. You, you right. give me lizard and maybe I let you through. Okay. But you We're must about... promise you know hurt mm, beautiful on. man. I'm, I'm sure we can promise something for you. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, we wouldn't hurt anybody that, you know, wouldn't hurt us, if you know what I mean. So you, you, you stopped. We stopped. Yes, and he sort of comes out from, from behind the pillar. Um, and you sort of, you see him sort of grab, like, a hide off of, like, the, uh, the floor. It sort of, like, wrapping up his, his wounds. Yeah. Right. Well... So you'll let us through if we get you a lizard. Yes, uh that that sounds that sounds fair. That that's good deal. And if we wanted to talk to this beautiful man, can you tell us where he is? Um he says um he says what would he say? Um he says yes, um beautiful man um south south of here i don't know where exactly i'm i'm not allowed to leave this room and the room next to me and the um and so i can see a door in the yeah yeah you're looking yeah, also if you want to move your character that. in there by the way if you want to see this okay. room because i imagine the, yeah. you're sort of through a little bit at least yeah um so you can see there's two doors um okay yeah i don't know if you can see both of them or not yep um, What's in the corner of the room, the top? The right. corner of the room there. Um, let's see here. Um. Uh, uh, so you see, basically, a large wooden chest, um, much of old clothing and skins, um, and yeah, uh, that's basically what it is. It's basically, like a a giant pile of junk. This uh, yeah. looks like this ogre's uh, ogre's stuff. Oh, there's probably some tasty bits in there, but we won't. Um... <laughs> I mean, I will say this ogre looks very hurt. Like you can tell yeah. that he he is. As you would know, ogres don't often give up. But this guy, from mm. all the attacks and all the blood he's lost, like there's a lot of blood on the ground. Like you've probably like felt a little bit of it soak into your boots a little bit. Um, he is not in a good way. If you wanted to, you absolutely could try and take advantage of the situation. If you were, if you wanted to be that cruel. Um, no, but uh, yeah. Griff is um from from his past he's uh fed up with people just taking <laughs> advantage of other people so he's gonna gonna do the nice thing and let him live. <laughs> um, story. He says um he he says uh oh, where is it my name my name Lubash. Lubash okay Lubash uh, couldn't have been like. What's your name? Fred or John or anything? Um, no, no. Um, Griff. <laughs> Griff. Griff's my name. Nice to meet Griff. Um, and you, Lubash. Um, um, did you know about that door over there? And he points at the secret door. Um, yes. 
and there is also, I believe, door on other side too. Um, he sort of points to like the opposite wall from uh, from that one, like the uh, on the other side of the uh, secret door you found. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for um for letting me know. Well, I'll tell you what then. We'll we'll pop pop back in a bit with a lizard. Um, we might not come back straight away, but we'll um we'll be back with a lizard, and then you can let us through. That that sound good. Thank you. Right. Well, you um, you wrap yourself up there and uh, do whatever you do. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you and the group sort of exits and goes upstairs. Uh. So well, we're gonna we're gonna check out this door that's the other side of. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So you now you know where that it's there. If you want to just move yeah. your character there, um, and I will. Yep. Uh, open it for you. Uh, you see that it leads to uh, steps. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, yeah. I believe those are steps that lead up upwards, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Or actually, no, no. So it looks like they go down. The layout of this old thing is not the easiest to, to parse, but it, I'll say there are stairs that lead to a hallway, and that'll be uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what matters the um, most, really. Yeah. So Griff will um will say, well um, you 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 guys just follow me. I'll um I'm gonna gonna sort of go ahead. Okay. And uh, he will do that. Sounds good. Yep. So you just sort of go ahead there. Um, He's sneaking along. He's sneaking around the corner. There we go. I'll leave him there for now. Okay. Just gotta find one spot. Sorry, this uh, layout is strange. Okay, there we go. I see. <laughs> I see. Okay, yeah. So you head down the hallway bit. You can move yourself further down if you want. Um, and you sort of come to what looks like a fork in this hallway. Uh, you see it goes off to uh, just, I'll be going off of like the map so it's easier. You see there's an area that goes yeah. off to the right and an area that goes down. Okay. And it looks very like serpentine like. Interesting. And if you ever want to check for anything, let me know if you're checking at all for anything, particularly like traps or, um, you know. I'm going to say he's keeping an eye out. He's not, um, you know, he's not going mad every step of the way, not doing mm -hmm. like an exhaustive check. He's just, um, you know. Yeah, if you want to describe like, so yeah, just describing what you're doing as you're going down this hallway and stuff. Like, are you, are you like yeah. checking with the seam of your knife or like the knife for, for seams? Like, what are you doing exactly? To Nothing like that. So basically he's got the rest of the party about 10 foot behind him. The idea is that um, he's just going to sneak and if he sees anything, um, you know, in terms of creatures, he'll sort of turn around and well, hang on a minute and, uh, you know, we're going to try and maybe get the jump on them if it looks like a something we can take or maybe we'll just turn around and run away if it if it isn't um okay. so that's that's that part of it and in terms of traps i mean he's aware that he's in a dungeon and stuff could happen so he's just gonna gonna sort of look on the floor for any i don't know strange markings so that could be um you know a stone that's a slightly lighter color or depressed um and you know same with the walls if there's any like circular holes that look like spears or whatever might be sort of shooting out at a moment's notice then um yeah hopefully you'll spot that but he's not doing anything more so he's not tapping the ground he's not uh not doing anything like that okay sounds good um Check checking for traps light perfect yep 
Okay. Um, so yeah, so give me give me a nose check, uh, mm -hmm. um, Martin. Not bad, nine. Okay, yeah, actually, good. Yeah, that's enough. Um, so you are just down at like sort of like at the fourth in this hallway, and you just see on the wall to your left looks like another sort of secret uh, door. Uh, I'll just open it up there for you so you can see which one I'm talking about. Um, I don't know if you saw it there when I opened it. Um, yep. And it looks like, again, similar to the other one, it's just sort of, you notice there's stone that's been worn more than other parts of the stone, and you sort of push it in and open it, um, and you see that it just it leads to uh, this room here. Uh, it looks like just like a very small sort of stone room, and it looks like, I think your character probably can't see it, but it looks like it curves off to the left a little bit at the end okay. of it. So Griff will start gesturing with his hands that, you know, he's found a secret door and uh, everyone's just to follow him yep. at a distance. Sounds Would good. Would assume they've got some sort of hand signals agreed between them. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> uh, I always love looking at your face bar when I roll. <laughs> um, yeah. What's going to happen next? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, they, they, they hear you and they sort of move up next to you, um, though keeping a good distance and sort of fan out enough to sort of keep an eye on all directions. Um, and what do you want to do, Martin? Then move slowly and carefully into the room. Okay. So you move into this room uh, slowly and carefully, uh, and you can just go to the end there. Um, so this yeah. is a very small room. It's sort of like an L-shaped room. And you see at the end of that L, as you sort of turn the corner, it looks like there's a massive winch here. Um, okay. And you see that the chains kind of go up into the stone, um, and you're not really quite sure what this winch is for. There's nothing in particular in this room that makes it look like it's for anything in this room. Um, and you mm -hmm. haven't so far passed anything that you could tell um, that this winch would be for. It looks like a, like sort of like a, a, a gate winch, you know, like sort of like for a portcullis. Um, but the chains go up rather than down. Well, it's more like the chains, like, they go up into stone as in, like, you can't really tell where they lead off to. Like, like what the system is for uh, okay. is more what I mean, where it's like, you can't yep. obviously tell um, what this might be pulling for or, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Griff will make a mental note of the fact that he's found some uh, mm -hmm. winch with some chains. Sounds good. And he will go back. And one thing to have add, just because I use this version because it has the room names there, so you're also able, if you want to, for your notes, write down the room name, like, to make it easier if you go, like, oh, by the way, in room, whatever. Yeah. Uh, just so it's easier for you. But, yeah. Oh, sounds good. So, yeah, so you're basically, you go back out of that small room, um, and you still have the hallway that goes off and snakes to your left and also snakes off to your right. Which way do you want to go? Um, I think off to the right. Off to the right? All right, yeah. yeah. Keep going down. Sort of uh, kind of slowly make your way, and your group is kind of falling behind you again. Sort of that ten foot yeah. back kind of thing. You guys are all sort of snaking through this little labyrinth like uh, area. Um, and so when you come to the end of this room uh, or end of this hallway, rather, um, to your right you see what looks like three different doorways. If you want to move your character up a little bit, you can um, to the end of the hall there. Yeah, you see it looks like there is um, a hallway up up north. Um, and to the east, there are three different doors. Hmm. So Griff is going to... It looks like he can see some light to the north, which probably means there's something up there. Um, mm -hmm. So he's going to signal everybody just to kind of hold back, and he's going to sneak up there and see if he can see what it is. Okay. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Very sneakily. Ooh. Okay. Um, so... 
Um, do you want to give me a sneak check? I think that was a bad number. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. Nine. So, here's here's what's interesting. Um, you can move yourself up to the top there. Yeah, to that hallway. Yeah. Um, did you tell your group to stay back a bit, or did you tell them to yes. keep moving? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. hang, hang back and hide. So you can see what's going on in this room up there. Um, you can see uh, what looked like a group of hairy humanoid creatures. Um, some of them are reveling, some of them are drinking, uh, some are just sort of sitting around uh, chatting and such. Um, your sneak is high enough that they haven't noticed you, except, unfortunately for you, they have one guard sort of posted um, who is right here when you sort of turn the corner. Um, and he sort of goes like... Ooh. Um, what do you want to do? Like, he, he's noticed you, but you have been sneaking enough to get hit, get a surprise on him if you want to try and take him down before he alerts the others. Um, but he just sort of went, ooh, uh, as he saw you. Um, yeah. Bless if we can take him out with an arrow. Okay, yeah. And so these creatures look so, somewhat dog-like. They have sort of red matted fur. Um, not quite, uh, in case where your brain's going, not quite hyena-like, um, more like a mixture of a weird mammal and humanoid, um, and the, the probably the smell hits you before uh, you see them even. Um, but yeah, so, uh, what do you, you, you say you wanted to do, uh, Martin? Yeah, try and take him out with an arrow. Okay, yeah, so you immediately just grab, you have your bow out and arrow ready, yeah. and you just fire off a shot. Um, yep. Um, I'm going to use a plus one arrow, so I don't know if this adds it automatically. It won't, will it? So It won't, but I'll just, I can, it's just plus one, so yeah, I'll just add to it. Yeah, let's do that afterwards. I... Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Okay, nice. Uh, let's see here, just to make sure. Um, that's actually a 15. Um. And a 10, presumably, with a plus one. That does hit, and how much damage? Nine. Okay. Yeah, so the 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 weird humanoid creature goes Ooh, oh, as like the arrow just like pierces its windpipe. Um and it, it puts out one hand on the wall as it sort of just starts kind of falling to its knees um and and collapses. Uh the others are like sort of laughing and going like uh, over some joke one of them said. Um you can tell oh right, you're a character who can speak basically every language, right? Because of your foci that you chose. Yes, yes. Um, so I'll just say it because uh, this will probably reveal lots of stuff that you can tell. Um, these creatures are obviously bugbears. Um, and okay. one of them just sort of told some sort of joke. Um, you didn't find that funny. It's sort of like, even though you understand what he's saying, this is sort of like a, a lost in translation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's also obviously a very vile and grim joke. Um, but they're all sort of laughing at whatever uh, they said. Uh, you can tell that one looks much bigger than the others. Um, and the other ones are sort of just laughing and chatting about whatever. Uh, they haven't quite noticed you yet. Um, and the one that you did, uh, that did notice you is obviously now dead on the ground. Um, however, he's not too far away from them, so it might not be mm. too long before they notice their collapsed companion in the hallway. So how many of them are there? Um, from what you can see, actually, yeah, so let's see here. What can your character actually see from this part? Um, from what you can see, it looks like there's four of them, but you heard a few other laughs from the corners, so you would guess there's probably more than that in that room. Hmm. Um. Right. Uh, is there any crap in the room that we're in, just like boxes or anything like that? Um... In the room that you're in, no, it's actually mm. quite bare. There's a, there's a there's a you know a few odds and ends here, maybe like a an old moldy blanket or like yeah. some dirt and moss and stuff. But overall, it's a pretty barren stone room. Ooh, 
Um, yeah. What to do? So... Yeah, and I will say, like you said, you only have a little bit of time before uh, that body yeah. is noticed. <laughs> I was really hoping to sort of put some sort of rope um, tripwire type thing um, tied between something and something, but it doesn't seem to be something to tie a rope onto. <laughs> um, so we probably won't be doing that. Uh, shit. Um, okay, so here's a plan. So it, uh, he's going to say to Elmo, hey, uh, Elmo I think we can take these guys out. Um, if you you stand in the middle of the room there, um, other guys, you know, you can flank him. And uh, Barry, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to fire off an arrow. Here, have one of mine. Mm -hmm. I want it back. Yeah. Um, and we're going to take out some guys that we can see. Sounds good. Um, I, and one thing to not forget is that Elmo yeah. also has a bow. So if you did want him oh, to fire cool. a shot, don't forget that he does. Yeah, have... yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I shall lend Elmo an arrow as well. Okay. And uh, uh, we're I... going to... Oh, there's Barry. Okay. Oh, yeah, them in there. So oh. um, one thing I'll do here, yeah. Um, so I got Barry here um, and Elmo's yep. there. So those guys are going to, they're both going to fire with you. Um, right? Is that is that the plan? Or is Elmo yeah. going to have his axe out? No, no, we'll we'll do that. Yeah, and we'll leave Alan Alan at the back. Alan in the back, and so so is the plan here to fire off and if they come after you, sort of run behind the spear line of Edo, yeah. Devin, Eric, Gregory, and then I guess Alan to an extent yeah. also in the back. Okay, yeah, sounds uh, good. How can I can I try and use my um, sniper's eye and get one of them? Hmm. Okay, you know what? Um, I'll say this. How about? Ugh, that's tough. Give me, um, give me another sneak check. We'll see yeah. if you can sneak. Then I'll say you will have enough time for a minute to sort of That's line nice. up your shot on the big guy. Okay, yep, nine is good. Uh, I'll take nine. <laughs> That's that's a solid one. Um, you're cool. able to sort of just kind of line up your shot um, and sort of get it get it ready. I'm assuming you're going for the big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. May as well. <laughs> so the execution attack. Um, and do you want do you when you do your execution shot? Do you want Elmo and Barry to also fire off at two of the lesser guys? Is that the plan? Or, uh, yeah, very much so. Or yeah. okay, yeah, sounds good. Um, so the thing with execution attack, I believe, because of your sniper's eye, you roll three d six. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, gain shoes bonus skill when making a skill check for a ranged execution attack or target shooting. Roll three d six and drop the lowest die. Um, and Barry and Elmo will fire off at the two other guys at the table uh, that are sitting with him. And so basically to set the scene for anybody who's listening to this in audio version, basically they're looking into a room. Uh, there's a big sort of wooden table uh, with like a bunch of torches and stuff and lamps. Uh, and there's a big chieftain guy there. There's two smaller guys next to him. And there's a few guys like on beds in the back and around the room. And right now you are aiming for the big guy. So give me your check and I will roll for Barry and... Uh, Oh, I should also check the thing. But yeah, feel free to roll whenever. Cool. So this is just three d six. Um, and is it like how do these work? Is this a like a difficulty check? Yes. Yeah. Instead of an yeah. attack roll, this is like this is like a, a skill check, basically. Cool. Uh, so that's a total of seven. No, it. So hmm, what happened there? Sorry. Um, what happened? What did I roll? So I rolled so two you... threes and a one. So it's a six. Oof. Uh, I it's guess probably a I... fail. <laughs> I think yeah, because I think I think also your rerolls only count for non-combat rerolls. I believe yeah, the extra ones yeah. Um, but we'll just see here real quick. Um, 
the same position papers to full fruition or to them do 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 um uh <laughs> yeah the so the difficulty was eight unfortunately um mm -hmm. so that's that's unfortunate um so what i will say though uh because it is a six you still did pass um i will say that you still hit but it will just Ooh. be normal arrow damage it won't be just a straight up skill you sort of miss and i'll also have bari and um El uh, and elmo fire off their shots so elmo fires um and Bari fires his. Oh boy, this is not going well. Okay, well Bari Bari's still still shooting solid. Uh, okay, so um, if you want to just roll me the damage for your bow, uh, Elmo uh, just hits one of the once one of the lamps on the table, um, and Bari his shot strikes true and kills one of the smaller guys. Uh, okay. So that will be a four. Four, four damage. damage. Okay, yeah, so you put four damage into the big guy, uh, and he yells out while one of his companions gives a shot to the head, and he just falls down on the table as if he was drunk. Um, and you hear, like, a war cry from all of them as they all just yell and get up um, at this sudden attack. And we'll go into combat here, so give me your initiative. Oh, hopefully we don't all die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh my god, you are so lucky. Uh, Marn, Marn rolled a two, and I rolled a one. Okay, so <laughs> you go <not> first. <laughs> cool. um, um, so it's got to be another arrow, I think. Yep, sounds good. I think we're out of arrows plus one, so these are normal ones. Mm -hmm. Come on. Oh, oh boy. 12? Um, actually, that, let me just check here real quick. Um... Uh, 12 does not hit, unfortunately. Uh, never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, so yours goes long. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then Elmo and Bari will fire off their shots. There's Elmo. Oh, dear. There's Bari. Oh, oh God. Yeah, so there, so all your arrows, I guess you guys yeah. all get kind of worried as they all went, raw, I got up, and your arrows went, went uh, far. <laughs> um Right now, are you guys moving back behind the spear line as the spear line moves forward, or what's the plan? What do you want to do with the guys' spears? I think we're going to move uh, kind of alongside them so we can all, yeah, join in. Yeah, obviously it's your order, so however you want them to do this, um, if, like, yeah. so you can feel free to move uh, them around. So Elmo is going to, hang on, let me zoom in because I can't see who's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll have Elmo towards the front. Okay. And I'll I'll be towards the front and we'll move Bari towards the back. Okay. Sounds good. And everybody's yeah, because we don't need perfect mixing here, but so basically you're just one big group yeah. of spears and uh all yeah, right. Sounds good. Stuff. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Uh yeah, so we'll just uh we'll do like this. So if possible, we will hold um I don't know if the guys can sort of hold an, an action so that if the bugbears come at them, they can yeah. they can strike. Yeah, I, I think we can do that. I think there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, I will say this is the thing with, like, this is where it's hard with two of us, um, mm. but there are a bunch of different actions you can do in combat as a group that can be helpful cool. for these sorts yeah. of situations. Um, for example, screening an ally. Um, 
Like you can have uh okay. you can have if you want your guys if you want Devin and Eric and Gregory, like if you want them to to, to like uh screen you so they go for you in the front, then they might have to uh, attack them instead. Um there's that sort of thing. Um there's also total defense. Um so there's a few different things you can do. But uh if you want to just keep it simple, um we can just have them attack once they get into range and we can do it that way. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. And what I'll need to do before next time is read the combat section. Don't worry about it. It's like I, I'll, I'm going to grab that uh, that cheat sheet that uh, uh, Wizard has, where it just like yeah. shows you all of them. Um, but yeah, no, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, you just have them sort of hold an action uh, and get ready for the bugbears to get close to uh, yeah. hit them. Um, so, uh, and just to make it clear, yeah, Elmo, Griff, and uh, Barry all, all already went with their main action this turn. Um, yep. But yeah, so coming down the the tunnel here, uh, let's see, do they have ranged weapons? They do not. Um, they all pull out clubs and swords, um, and you see the big guy sort of leads the charge, um, and you see several smaller guys come with them, um, and they all make it down towards you guys, Um and they just sort of, like, smash against your line of spears. Um, so, uh, I'll, I guess we can do the attacks here. Um, I'll say uh, they all sort of come together. Um, what Do you want them to focus on the big guy, or do you want them to spread out their attacks to try and take out the small guys first? What's your What was your sort of main order, would you say, Martin, for getting rid of these guys? There's four small guys and one big guy. So ultimately, me, me and Elmo are going to go for the big guy, and the others all take off uh, one of the small guys per flank. Okay, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. So you, so next turn, you guys will do that because you guys have already used up your turn firing. Yeah. So you guys can wait for that. But yeah, so you have basically Edos, uh, Devin, Eric, and Gregory, um, yeah. and potentially Alan if you want Alan to get into the melee. But if you want Alan to stay uh, back, then Alan can stay back. We'll, we'll let Alan stay back. Um, okay, yeah. So you order Alan to stay back, and he sort of begrudgingly does, but he sort mm. of keeps ready in case any of them break through and go for him. Um, okay, so um, yeah, so we have the other four, um, and so sorry, what did you say the order was for the the four? Just go for anybody or so focus on the big guy. The so we'll go. We have Devin and Edos um, going for that one there, the okay. one on the extreme left, and Gregory and Eric will go for that one there. Okay, sounds good. So, uh, Devin and Edos go for that guy. So, Edos goes a spear. Ooh, nice Ooh. hit. Ooh. Okay, so it's... Let's see here. Actually, is that enough? It's not enough to kill him, but he does get a good spear in. Um, so, that's Edos, and then Devin uh, joins up with another spear attack at the same time. Ooh. Okay, and that will be enough. Yeah, that's enough, and so that takes him down. So that's the left guy gone. They both both spears go into him as soon as he runs up, uh, and then um, Gregory and Eric go for the other far right one. So Gregory, um, attack, and they both have the same stats. So, oof. Um. So, and unfortunately, their sh their AC is just high enough to avoid the shock damage, which is unfortunate. <laughs> um. But yeah, but their spears do not meet, unfortunately. All right, so now it's the attacks for those creatures. Um, we'll go the far right one's going to go for Gregory first. Um, and he's got a big club. Okay, and he misses. 
Uh, and then the next one, um, who's got a sword, uh, tries to stab Gregory as well. Ooh. Ooh, boy. Okay. Um, yeah. So this one, I believe that might kill Gregory. Let's see. Gregory, how much yeah. health do you have? Oh, boy. Yeah. Not only that, um, the other one. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, the shockwave damn near killed him. Yeah. So you see Gregory uh, uh, stops a, a, a big club attack and then turns just to have his head sliced right off by the other um, one. And Gregory is dead. Is he dead dead? Or um, oh, he's dead dead. His head is now dead, dead, rolling dead. on the floor. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, he is... Uh, there's no no surviving for that one, unfortunately. Um, okay, and then it's the other one, uh, the other small one, the who's going to go for Devin, um, who, just try, who just stabbed him, or stabbed his buddy. Uh, so he's go, he also has a club, so he's going to try and bonk Devin. Uh, misses. Uh, Devin's able to sort of just sort of kick him back. And then it's the big guy uh, who is going to go for uh, one, two, he goes for you. Uh, three, mm. four, he goes for Elmo. Okay, Yay. so he's going for you. <laughs> um, and he's got a sword as well. Uh, I'm going to use a. I think there's there. Yeah. So he's going to. Okay. Uh, and you're able to sort of uh, parry his attack. Um, and you have 16 AC, so his shock also does not hit you. Um, as you sort of stop him and sort of kick him back as well with his companion. Um, okay, uh, and now it is uh, your turn, uh, your group's turn. Uh, you can't go killing our, our party like that. And he's going to furiously axe the guy to hopefully death. Are you going to axe the guy who uh, who killed who killed uh, Gregory? Or are you killing he the is. Guy? That's probably not technically yeah. a good move, but he's gonna. Eh, I mean, get, gonna getting rid of Gregory. Uh, getting rid of action economy <laughs> is really good, and you know, yeah. obviously they're probably gonna take. Uh, if you get a good hit in, he might just die immediately. Yeah. Uh, twelve. Um, so unfortunately that doesn't hit, but you oh. do do some shock damage to him, um, because his yep. AC is fourteen. So you uh you get an axe in. Uh, it does bite into his armor. Um, but you do see some blood come out. Uh. Unfortunately, he sort of he yells out. It's a pretty good deep cut, um, but he's still gonna live through that one. Um, Alan yells out. He says, "Sir, do you want me to help?" Yeah, go on. So yeah, so Alan moves forward next to you and goes in with a big sort of uh, stab on the one who uh, who killed Gregory. Uh, Hopefully, we don't lose Alan as well. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> um, so Alan also misses. Um, and also, uh, his shock is not enough to actually, his shock's too low. <laughs> so he also misses and it just sort of, uh, bites into the armor. Um, what do you, what were your next orders for, what do you, what do you want everybody else to do? Uh, so Elmo needs to be hitting the big guy. Barry needs to be, um, firing an arrow at big guy. And okay. Devin and Edos can get, get the other one on the left. Okay. So we'll, I'll have, uh, Barry fire off his shot first. Um, overall you guys. Okay, and he does hit, um, and yeah, and he he goes right. That arrow uh, strikes true. Probably goes between like three of you, um, and hits the big guy. Uh, and he start he sort of holds it, uh, like a, the arrow like in his chest, and kind of like you see him sort of sway back and forth, and his eyes kind of look like disbelieving as the big guy kind of just falls and collapses, um, dead. And um, with that, oh, sure, Barry. I'm going to give a morale check to these guys. 
Ooh, I believe. Just one quick check on the mm -hmm. rules, and we'll make sure that it actually is, because that might actually be a f morale failure. Ooh. Cool. Just want to make sure I have the rules correct. Morale <laughs> checks are at 297. Okay. Uh, okay. So what is their morale? Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's lower because... Actually, no, sorry. It's... No, they, they hold off. They're actually... They're still okay. there. Um, Because it's nine it has to be above them. So, you know... Uh, I thought it was eight for a second. Okay, <laughs> uh, so they're they're still fighting true, and they and they they see their 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 uh, leader go down, and they sort of yell out. You see you see there's fear in their eyes, but they almost are like egging themselves on to keep going. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, that's that's Bari who went, uh, and now you want Elmo to sort of probably uh, cut down one of the other guys. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on, Elmo. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Elmo just sort of immediately chops one of them in half, uh, and he goes down. Um, okay, and then I'll just do uh, Devin, Eric, and Edos. So uh, uh, Devin stabs at one. This guy's already hurt. Misses. Um, Eric goes. Um, is he hit? No, he misses. Um, and then it is Edos. Oh my god. All these spears kind of go in, um, <laughs> and none of them are really able to strike true. Um, and now it's their turn. Um, you took out another one. I'm gonna give him another morale check, because now there's only two of them against yeah. a group of you. Um, I think... <laughs> Nope, they're still going. <laughs> um, okay, so give up, will you? So they they uh, decide they see sort of you as sort of in the front and kind of leader. Both of them jump at you, trying to sort of uh, get payback, and you hear them yell, "Just uh, like ah!" Um, and they both attack you. One has a sword, and one has a club. So the first guy with the club swings at you, um, Martin. Uh, misses, uh. Uh, and then the one with the sword tries to get a good swing into you. Uh, and also misses. They are, like, just being taken over by their rage and just battering on your... Sh Whoa, Jesus, <laughs> speaking of battering, there goes my uh, there goes my headphones. Uh, but they start just battering on your shield um, and trying to uh, try and get through, but you're able to sort of hold them back. Um, and their shock can't beat your AC either. So you are good to go. Um, okay, and now it's back to you guys. So... Um... Griff is gonna say, "Oh, I told you, you should have, um, you should have given up." And he's gonna axe one of them. Come on, come on. Yes, there you go. Nice. Oh yeah. So how do you kill this guy? Because <laughs> um, heard. so yeah, with his with an axe, bit of fury and rage, he's gonna literally bring it down um, and try and cleave the skull right in half. Oh my god, nice. Yeah, so you come down as like he sort of leaves himself wide open with his rage trying to hit you. Uh, you find a grand opening and just 
and you see just brain and skull kind of shatter underneath your hit, and he goes down. Um, and I'm just going to say, there's only one guy left. Your entire group oh. is able to sort of just swarm him, and just spears going in, and arrow goes in, and you guys all just sort of, as a gang, just start, like, stabbing into the last guy, um, just ripping him apart, and he goes down dead. Nice. Um, you see, as the fight's sort of over, and you guys are all sort of, like, raggedly breathing... Um, you see Elmo go over towards um, Gregory's dead body and kind of just uh, serve. Sort of, uh, you see it sort of takes off what looks like a necklace off of Gregory um, and puts into his pocket. Um, from what you can tell, this is not like him looting the body. It's obviously he's going to give this back to, yeah. you know, next of kin kind of thing. Um, and he just sort of grabs one of the blankets that's on the ground. The moldy ones sort of just puts it over the body. And you can see he sort of just says like a little prayer. Um, and sort of just gets back into, you know, in the zone of that you guys are in a dangerous spot. Um, he says, all right, what now, boss? Uh, at which point Griff is going to um, sort of draw himself up and, uh, well, I mean, Gregory, he died a hero protecting Omelette. If only all of us could be that lucky to die in such a way. Um, <laughs> Elmo, did he believe in any particular deity? Um, yeah, he says uh, yes. He was uh, uh, Saint Cuthbert. He uh, he was uh, indeed. A so I am sure that Saint Cuthbert would be uh, looking down on him now with uh, what they do. And I'm <laughs> sure he's going to be. Um, clearly, he's just not very good at this. Yeah, and Elmo, Elmo sort of puts like a, a hand on her shoulder and kind of nods. And he 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 sort of almost gives almost like a like a a dark kind of chuckle at your. Sort of, I was like ineptitude, but definitely awkwardness in the face of this. Um, and he kind of just gives you sort of like an appreciative smile. He says, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think Saint Cuthbert is uh, he is with Saint Cuthbert now. Thank you, uh, thank you, Griff." Um, well, onwards, we will, um, we will get vengeance for uh, for Gregory. Absolutely. Um, so, so most importantly, we're gonna leak the bug. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> Um, so, um, you find total, um, one second here, let me just do the math real quick. You find total on them, you find 72 silver pieces. Ooh. Um, ooh. Ooh, I like that. And you see on the leader, uh, you uh, take off a silver necklace. Uh, it looks like there is... Um, what is that? I'm just going to Google this real quick. Ooh, that's nice. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Chrysoprase? Um, okay. It's a sort of like, sort of, it looks like a teal kind of stone. It might be Chrysoprase. Um, yep. Or Chrysoprase. I don't know how to pronounce it. But okay. you see a nice necklace with five gems set into it. Uh, all this sort of nice teal uh, gem. Um, all very smooth. Um, and you can tell that it is worth um, what looks like uh, 300 silver pieces. God. That's a good find. Um, and if you go up to the go to the north chamber to see what what uh, room they're in, um, oh, yes. you can see that uh, it looks like this is just like sort of a a room for them to sort of. 
they're almost their quarters where they're staying, their beds. You see food on the food in the corner, barrels of like wine and other stuff. It all seems like from from your checking of it, it seems like all very cheap. Some of it's even rancid or gone off. Definitely not stuff that you would want to imbibe yourself unless you're extremely hard up for a drink. Um, and overall, just sort of looks like there's nothing else much of value here. It seems like all the value was on the persons. Yeah. Um, that seems like they probably just held on to whatever treasures they found. Um, but other than that, it looks like it's pretty uh, barren. We'll ch uh, do the obvious check under the beds, check under the table, yep. that sort of stuff, just to make sure there's nothing um, hidden somewhere that's tasty. Yep. Um, so um, you look under everything. Um, and yeah, no, you don't seem to notice anything. Um, yeah, no, you don't seem to notice anything of real value. Um, except I will say, uh, maybe in the corner, probably like where like the biggest bet is, um, you do find what looks like a sort of, um, tattered kind of hide. It looks like scratched into it, um, in sort of a primal kind of like bugbear, like, like language. I feel like you can't necessarily make out every word. Um, yeah. but you can tell that it seems to be uh, a thing saying, um, I've, I've heard, uh, of your, of your travels, um, and the work you have done uh, for your own group, for your own people, would you be willing to come work for me and sort of assigned um, the new master? Um, and it seems this. like it's it's directed at these bugbears because it seems like it's sort of like in their language. It looks like it's not quite the bugbear language, but almost maybe a more archaic version of it. So you're not able to make out every word, but that's the sort of general kind of uh, vibe you get from it. Yeah. So we'll grab onto that because that sounds like it might be interesting later. Mm -hmm. And um, so this wine is the, this one of the casks reasonably portable? Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say if um, one of the casks you can grab, but that would be somebody's like held inventory, like that. It would probably be a cask. Yeah. Like they don't have a shield or spear out; they just have that cask in their hand. Yep. Okay. Um. We'll leave that alone for now. I was okay. thinking we might take some back for Lubash. Mm. But uh, maybe offer him that instead of a lizard. Nope, sounds good. So, uh, we could go back via Lubash, but that seems... Mm -hmm. There's also these three doors in this room if you want to check those out. Okay, I could see two. I didn't know there was a third one, but that's cool. So oh, I might, I might have messed up the, uh, the walls a bit or something. Uh, that's good. No, it's just me. Um... Cool. So, yeah, Griff will say to everybody, right? We're gonna we're gonna go through these doors, um, same as before. I'll take a look through. Barry, Elmo, you get ready with the bows just in case <laughs> um, something comes through and I've got a duck. We'll take it from there. <laughs> um, Sounds so good. You'll open open the door at the top. Top, top door. Okay. Yeah. Um, use this. Okay. Um, hmm. What's behind door number one? Yep, yeah, so you can open up door number one there. Uh, I just want to make sure that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so you open up door number one. Um, and it looks like, uh, it looks like it's just a cell. Uh, you don't notice anything in there. It seems like it's just kind of, uh, it's just an empty, empty cell. Mm. Look at the ceiling. Uh, yeah, you look at the ceiling. Ceiling seems like stone like the rest of it. Um, it seems like, from what you could gather, uh, judging by maybe some like the more fresh blood stains on the ground, those might be sort of a, a you know a place where they hold 
hold uh, victims, you know, maybe uh, maybe for I, ransom or maybe for their own, you know, fun yeah. or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, maybe they eat them. Who knows? Um, but it looks like it might be some sort of holding cell. Cool. So Griff will uh, tell the others. Nothing to see there. Um, right. Second door. So, yeah. So you open up the second door. Um, and the door just leads to a false sort of wall. Like, you open it, and there's just, you're just met with a wall. And on top of that, you hear a big bling, uh, and sort of like a clang kind of rings out um, behind you. Uh, you look around, you don't see anything. It sounds like it came from down the hall. Um, but yeah, you hear that sort of big loud reverberation. Right. I don't quite know exactly what, um, so there's nothing straight ahead. No, it's just basically imagine just like you imagine wall. you open a door and it's just like just wall on the other side of that door. Yep. I don't know what we've just triggered there, but we better um better keep our wits about us. Um oh, we need to make sure that uh, nothing's coming up the hole. The griff's gonna kind of um trot back to the corridor from where they came. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, how again, far are you going? Elmo and Barry behind. Um just quite far back actually, we're gonna say to the fork. Okay. Yeah, so basically when you get, uh, if you want to keep moving up, when you get to about here, mm -hmm. um, you can see now um, that blocking you off right here. Uh, okay. Um, a massive um, sort of uh, grate has fallen down, sort of blocking you off from the rest of the dungeon. Um, it does look like, um, from what you can tell, you missed it earlier because the bottom part of this um, this grate has been painted to, to basically perfectly match the stone above. Um, yep. So it looks like it's been fully concealed. So the theory here is this is probably what this winch is for, but, 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 the winch is our side of this door. So um, Griff is happy to carry on because he knows that actually now he's got a some sort of grate between him and anything that might be coming up that mm -hmm. corridor. Yeah, that could be completely incorrect, but that's that's what he <laughs> thinks. <laughs> yeah, that is what that is what Griff thinks. Huh? Okay, uh, he's gonna <laughs> that's also what I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so you you found where what, what fell, um, and now you're yeah. back in this room, uh, and you only have the one door left. And he's gonna just explain to people um, exactly what that was. Um, he's just going to take another look at this door here. Yep. Um, and he's going to sort of tap on the wall just to make sure it's a real wall and not a false one. Yep. So yeah, so you check it. Uh, you sort of check for seams, check for anything to see if maybe it's yeah. some sort of fake door that actually is a secret passage. Uh, and no, it seems like it's fully just a fake, okay. a completely fake uh, a wall or a door rather. Um, oh, I don't. I don't know who built this thing. I mean, why? I just put a lever on the wall for the. The, door, the great, I, I don't know, he just mutters around. Fucking stupid bloody dungeon designers. Um, so, last door. Yeah, and so you open up this door, um, and it's pretty much identical to the top one. Uh, there's not okay. much in here. Uh, it just seems to be another one of those rooms that like is just yeah. was held for people. Um, nothing else falls, there's nothing that jumps out at you. It just seems to be a pretty boring uh, little, cool. little uh, holding cell for probably these bugbears or something. So, or whatever it was used for in its original purpose of this mode house. Yeah. Well, not much going on here then. Um, well, we should head back to the uh, the fork. Just take a little look down there and see what we can see. Um, so he's going to... Oh, no. Uh -oh. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, so you, uh, you head back to the fork. Yep. Uh, it's going to make me move this, isn't it? 
every corner. <laughs> it's realism, yeah. So yeah, so you head back mm. and your party joins you, uh, and they all looking at the grate. Uh, what do you want to do? So, Elmo, um, if you can keep an eye on the grate, I'm going to see if I can lift it. Okay. He kind of smirks looking at it. He sort of like touches the metal as like, it looks pretty heavy. Um, Not like that. Look, <laughs> I've got a plan. So he's going to go to the uh, little winch and see if he can... Yep. So yeah, so after he makes his bad joke, you sort of just, uh, you, you walk away towards it and you start trying to move the wench or not the wench, the winch rather. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, and uh, it seems like it's, you're going to need some help from your companions. It seems like this is like a really heavy one. In fact, as you're looking at it, the size of this thing, looks like it might be made for some of the size of a big creature, like an ogre mm. or something else. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Elmo or uh, Devin and Eric come over to help you yeah. and they get on their side and they start and you guys start moving the wench slowly uh, as it just starts uh, slowly kind of rolling up the chain and the grate moves back up slowly with a very loud sort of grinding noise um, and then it is back up in the ceiling. Well, I guess everybody knows we're down here. Um, so he'll lead on again. Okay. And I think very, very, very slowly. Mm -hmm. Oh dear, another dice roll. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <sighs> I always will. <laughs> and he's just going to, the same as before. So he's proceeding slowly, just looking for someone if they're, you know, if they're there, any guards, any any lookouts, mm -hmm. um, and any obvious traps. He's not not going hell for leather on the trap trap detection light. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you make your way down, um, and you sort of get to the end of this hallway here because basically now you've started moving south down through the southern hallway, um, and it sort of again snakes around quite a bit. Your companions are behind you, um, keeping pace with you, and you get to the end of it, which opens up into almost like a uh, a, a similar room as to before. You have those sort of like three prongs, like the three doors, um, and then you also have to the left uh, what looks like another hallway. Um, and light coming from it. So it looks almost like the same same sort of areas before, but sort mm. of flipped on its side like 90 degrees. Um, so what do you want to do, Martin? Just proceed very slowly so he can get a good view of what's going on. Okay. So yeah, you make your way down. Uh, do you want to give me a sneak check? Yep. One sneak check. Ooh. Ooh, nice. So Ooh. I'll say you're able to sort of sneak into the middle of this room. Uh, there's lots of moss on the ground sort of covering your footsteps quite a bit. Um, and you are able to sort of not make any noise at all as you go down. Um, and if you want to move your character into like the middle of the room so you can get a better view. Um, yep. You can see off to the left, you see more light coming from what looks like a much bigger fire. Shadows are, are being cast across the hallway here. Um, and you can see what look like um, a group of sort of um, hyena-looking humanoids. These are not bugbears. These look more like something else. Yes, yeah. And and also, just so you know, like, any sort of classic race your character's heard of, um, so it's not like uh, it's not like these are unknown to you, um, but they are different and they are similarly uh, sort of uh, yipping at each other and chatting um, and sort of just sort of going around. And you do look, it does look like some of them are picking up um, some weapons and gear and it looks like they're about to go on the move. Uh, how many of them are there? 
Um, from what you can see, let's just look at your character there. You right now can see what looks like two or three. You can probably guess from the different voices yipping at each other. Um, and for the words you can make out, there's probably about six to eight of them in there. Ooh, uh, down that hallway. Okay. That's a lot. So, Griff's gonna just turn around and start gesturing to go backwards. Yep. So the group sort of stops at the at the hallway entrance, uh, and you guys are moving backwards. Uh, what's the plan here, Martin? Are you guys just gonna um, keep moving all the way back up, or what's the? Yeah, I think we're gonna go. So if these guys are moving out, we know what the lie of the land is. Uh, I'm gonna assume that those three doors to the south of where Griff was. Three doors south are probably another three cells. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. uh, so if they're gonna, if they're tall enough, ready to go and do a job, they're likely to be coming up those stairs an eight, for all we know. So the yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, does Griff know if there are any tracks uh, at the entrance to the secret door in the top level? Um. You mean like tracks that you would think would be from these creatures, or yeah, yeah? I, I would say, mm. um, like I said, it's probably hard to tell the exact um, what yeah. exact creatures there are. But judging between the bugbears and these things, there's a good chance that it's probably a mixture of both. Sort of going out, maybe grabbing food, maybe grabbing victims, maybe attacking caravans. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but these guys definitely look like they're pretty decently armored. Like they're still, it's all pretty like uh, pieced together stuff. Um, yeah. But you do know these things are quite savage, and they got a nasty bite. Um, so they are probably going out and probably doing a few like hunting trips here and there. Um, so I think what we're going to do is we are going to sneak back as far as the where the grate came down. Okay. And we're just going to hide in the secret room. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and it's going to make me go around every corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you may, you and your group make your way back up and you guys go into the secret yeah. room. Um, who, who designed this dungeon? Clearly, you could have just gone sort of... So, someone's actually gone out and built a corner, then another corner, then a corner, and, and then sort of gone straight down. Yeah. It would have been much easier and cheaper just to build a straight bloody just passage. Just a straight but, line, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a... It's, you know, it's a artistic license to do what you want yeah. with the uh... <laughs> and this guy just wanted to make the most snake-like uh, uh, tunnels you could make uh, down below. And there's another one here. They could have dug another 20 foot straight on yep. or you could or... have turned around and then dug <laughs> you know, it They're creating jobs, Mario. Another... They, yeah. they keep, the union wants to get make, you know, make them pay for as long as Damn they possibly right. can and uh, <laughs> just really, really pad out the, the project in. and contract. <laughs> um so yeah, so uh, you and your group sort of uh, go off and and hold back, um, and so are you basically just trying to wait until you hear them kind of go by? Would be your guess. Yep. Okay. That's it. Sounds good. Yeah. So you wait um, probably about another thirty minutes or so um, as you made your way back all the way up there, um, and eventually you hear what sounds like drums and howling, mm -hmm. um, and you hear footsteps getting louder and louder. Um, I would say if you did keep some sort of crack to try and see if you could see through a little bit, yeah. um, you see what looks like probably a group of about um, ten to ten to fifteen of these creatures moving out um, yes. and okay. heading out uh, through these steps uh, that you came in from, uh, and they, uh, you see, you always, I would say you hear um, when they sort of get to the stairs over here, you hear like the being the drums stop. And you hear like howling, 
Um, and then, like, soon after, you hear a few different distinct voices kind of speaking to each other. Um, some of it sounds, like, snarling and loud. Um, and then soon after, uh, the beating drums be begins again, uh, and they keep moving out. And then the sounds kind of start to dissipate as they leave through that area. Hmm. They've had a chat with the, the, the ogre, I think. <laughs> mm. So very, very quickly, we're going to go back down there. Okay. Uh, around all the corners. Yep. <laughs> and there we go. Right, cool. Yep. So you're back here. Say, um, yep, you can right. tell that the creatures that were there are no longer there. We need to do a quick in and out here. We don't remember 10 or 15 of them. I really want to be messing with that right now. And we have a man down. <laughs> so, so um, plan. Griff is going to very carelessly just, just kick these three doors open, basically. You know, just open them, have a quick look. Okay. Not taking his time, not being particularly careful. Sounds good. Um, so you kick open the first door here and feel free to open that door. Yep. Um, and it leads down to a hallway. You can see that the hallway goes on. Ooh. It seems like the, the whoever was designing it at this part seems to have taken your advice or got really sick of making so many quarters because this is just one long hallway that you can see. <laughs> uh, you do see, though, that it branches off. I'm going to see how much your character can actually see. Yeah, you do see that it does branch off at least twice and keeps going. Um, so that's what you see in this first doorway. So Griff is going to close the door. Okay. And he's going to go... Come on, Griff. Oh, sorry. I'm, uh, I was controlling you there. There you go. Um, cool. Yeah. And then you go to the middle door. Yeah. And then you, so you hit this middle door uh, and it's familiar because it's also a false door and you hear bang oh. um, as you hear the clank of the portcullis at the top uh, close again. Well, that's interesting. How the hell do we get back there then? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then there's the Thanks. third door. Yep, and we will open that one briefly. Okay. Um. This is probably not a good idea. <laughs> so, um, you uh, you see. Uh, this door is similar to like the the or you know about the room there. It's very similar to their ones. Uh, this one looks like um, it's a bit fresher. There's a bucket on the ground that's just sort of spilled over. Um, there's nothing else in here, but it looks like this is also held captive. Uh, but from what you can guess by the very fresh blood on the ground, um, there was definitely um, some people held here recently, um, and they are obviously no longer here. So Griff is gonna. Right, come on, lads. We're gonna we're gonna have a quick look in this uh, living quarters, and then we're going. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So you go into the into the into the area there, um, and um, it's a funny shape. Yeah, you feel free to move through that whole room there if you want, as you sort of search around. Um, 
you see it looks like there's a bunch of sort of just like hides and stuff on the ground. Uh, it looks very similar to their room, except this one's not quite as nice. It seems like it's a lot mm. more Spartan. It's a lot more disgusting. The smell is just sort of sticking to you and like the ground here and everywhere. Uh, it smells like wet dog. Um, and it is quite disgusting. You see a few human like bones, like femurs and skulls kind of look, look like they almost like, chewed on and like just sort of licked clean. There's not much left except for them. Um, and you're sort of just looking around underneath underneath the hides, looking for any secret things. It seems like there's not any real, like, loot here or anything much of value. Um, but do you want to give me a notice check? Yeah. It's a funny-shaped room. It's a very funny-shaped room. Oh, it's not good. Okay. Um, so, as you're searching... Um, you were maybe perhaps too deep inside the tunnel, inside this room to really hear it, um, or perhaps too distracted. Um, but you hear at sort of like the last second coming down that hallway, you hear what sounds like the howls of hyenas and you see what looked like about eight figures coming back down the hallway towards you. Um, and that's where we'll leave off as Whoa. they howl in your direction once they spot you. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. that's where we're gonna end off for a day, guys. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, thanks a lot, Martin. That was fun. Um, yeah, this is gonna oh, be quite interesting. <laughs> that would have been for like hours or something. They, they, yeah. No. I will say this looks like a smaller group, at least from the last one. Last well, <laughs> Perhaps they forgot one of their favorite bones or something. Yeah. <laughs> or perhaps you'll become their favorite. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Um, I'm excited for next week to see where things go. Uh, you're making great progress. Uh, this is quite the fantastic little uh thing you are in quite the <laughs> quite the predicament but yeah thank you so, yes. <laughs> thank you so much barn um Ooh. well thank you yeah and thanks everybody for watching uh we'll see you guys next week um obviously this video will be going up either today or tomorrow and then the audio version will go up in the same sort of in the next few days um on the podcast so have yourselves a good one and we shall see you next week Great stuff. cheers guys bye guys <laughs>